Welcome to Election Profit Makers, your home for podcasts. My name's Kid Midas, the original Wave Rider, and I'm joined on the line way down south in North Carolina by the one and only Long John Silver, a.k.a. Helicopter Tony, a.k.a. John Kimball himself. Hello, listeners and everyone out there in podcast land. Oh, podcast land. We delight in your presence. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah. Another deep dive into the world of Predictit.org, the betting, or should I say investing website that John and I use to win and lose money on current events and political outcomes. But that's not all we do here on Election Profit Makers. We also talk into our microphones, listen intently when the other is speaking, and celebrate some fundamental American values, those being friendship, freedom, faith, family, and fresh frozen fruits in your frozen food aisle from Trader Joe's. And no, I don't mean that Trader Joe Biden. I mean Trader Joe's, the grocery store chain, y'all. Huh? <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. That was good. All right. Hey, yeah. Speaking of amazing political humor, John, yep. I don't know if you're familiar with someone named Bill Maher, but he has a show on HBO. It's called Real Time with Bill Maher. It's take no prisoners kind of show. Yeah. He had a good joke on this past week's show that I read about on the internet. He was talking about masks because I guess the Biden administration is shipping out COVID masks. And Bill Maher said something along the lines of, the masks come in three sizes, medium, large, and virtue signal. Uh? Uh, That's good. It's a good Uh, joke, right? Yeah. Virtue signal. It's a size of a mask. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. um, hmm. Maybe it was my delivery. I'm not sure your laughter was sincere. Let me take it again. I'm going to take it again. Okay. I'll do Bill Maher style delivery. Hey, everybody. Um, Doesn't he have kind of a high voice? I can't. Mm. Or maybe a low voice. Hi, everybody. Uh, no. It's me, that's... Bill Maher. Welcome to Real Time here on HBO. The Biden administration is sending out COVID masks. Smarmier. The Biden. Ad- Smarmy. What does that mean? The Biden administration is sending out. COVID masks. They're coming in three sizes. I feel like you're doing a Tom Brokaw now. Medium, large, and <laughs> a virtue signal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now we turn to our guest, Barry Weiss. Yeah. Um, Barry, what's going on with this crazy COVID stuff? <laughs> I am over COVID. And all of my liberal friends are too. Is that your that's Barry Weiss? Yeah. Okay. I'll keep going as Bill Maher. All right. Barry, you're so, so true. The woke scolds uh, are addicted to COVID, and that's why I think the masks that they'll be wearing come in three sizes. Medium, large, and hmm, virtue signal. Hmm. Well, Bill, I did the whole COVID thing. I'll admit I was one of these people that just went overboard. But now, now that I have your... Now that I have your attention and you think I'm one of you, you think I'm a liberal because I went overboard, I'm telling you that I'm going to turn it around and say, I'm totally over it. Hmm. And my name's Bill Maher and you're watching Real Time on HBO. Hmm. Okay. That was good. Yeah. That was all right. Yeah. All right. That was terrific. Uh, Bill Maher, you know, I... Am not a fan of Bill Maher. What? It's amazing that he's been able to survive. And I mean, he probably makes a, God, 
probably makes a ton of money. He makes millions of dollars a year. Yeah. There's a reason that Bill Maher is famous and you and I are struggling in perpetual obscurity. And the reason is he is better in every way than we are. But that doesn't mean that we're total failures. We still try hard. Mm -hmm. And we still, to this day, enjoy each other's company. And we still celebrate and honor our listeners. And we still try to do our best. Right. Yeah, we do. We do try to do our best. Other people that tried to do this, this is a segue here. Other people good. that have tried to do their best this week. Oh, uh, there we go. After a year of avoiding press conferences and frequent interviews with the reporters, Joe Biden came out on Wednesday and decided to go all in and basically gave a two hour press conference. An hour and 51 minutes, he stood there and took 180 questions. Is that truly how many questions he took? 180 yeah. questions? Yeah. He took oh. 180 questions from like 24 reporters, something like okay. that. And um, he got high marks from a lot of people for how that he, he, he had a defiant tone, uh, that he was willing to engage on the substance of the questions. But I got to say, having listened to it, I felt that he sounded really defensive. And I didn't watch it, and I didn't watch the entire two hours. I pulled it up on my C-SPAN or NPR app, something like that, and I listened to maybe 18 or 20 minutes, and he just sounded weak, mm. uh, defensive, Mm. Uh, beaten mm. and, and and I mean weak like as in his voice sounded very weak and he sounded old and decrepit mm -hmm. and, and maybe and, and that's not his fault and he can't help that uh, but but the, it, it I guess it wasn't a good look or a good sound to me it was an aesthetic thing that I was just like I wish this guy had a I mean whatever you say about Donald Trump he's got a good yeah He's got a good voice and he doesn't sound weak like Biden did. And I hate to say, because then after this, you know, there were tweets from like Ted Cruz saying, this guy is so weak. He sounds so old. And I was just like, mm, yeah, I know. What do you think? Am I wrong? I don't know. I didn't watch it or listen to it. I don't find Biden especially inspiring. I mean, I did, I guess, at the start of his term when he had all these grand plans. But now all his ambitions have been dashed against the rocks of Joe Manson and Kirsten Sinema. He seems weak to me. And the, the text that you sent me as you were listening to this press conference, I would describe as somewhat despairing. Yeah, I think I, sa I, I said there's no way he's going to win. There's no way he's going to win in 2024? Yeah, yeah. There's no way. There's no way that he can survive uh, the campaign trail. It just... If if he's had a week, uh, a year, if he's had a year to prepare for this um, press conference, then he shouldn't seem so unenergized to me. He needs some energy pills. Yeah. So my grandmother used to say about my grandfather all the time, he, j he just need to give him some pep pills. He needs some of those British antihistamines that Trump keeps in his desk drawer. Isn't that what it was? Yeah, Sudafed from Britain. When there was a photo of Trump in his office and he had left a drawer open and someone noticed that he had all these British, um, basically over-the-counter amphetamines. Mm -hmm. I was down when I sent you those texts. 
And the more I thought about it, I started thinking that as bad as he was, is it possible that this is the bottom? That this is, that it cannot get, he can't sound any weaker and it can't get any worse than this. So as I thought about it in preparing for the show, I started to get a little more bullish on Biden. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe things will only look up. Let's look at Predict It and see what Predict It says. If you look at Predict It, I mean, Biden is cheap everywhere. Will Biden resign in his first term? No, he's not going to resign. No, he's not going to resign. He could die, but he's not going to resign. Okay. So um, that's trading at 78 cents. No. Obviously, you're not going to get paid right away for that. You won't get paid till the first term is over. Right. Will Biden be impeached? Mm. Depends on what happens in the midterms. Right. Uh, will Biden be the Democratic 2024 presidential nominee? If he decides to run again, he definitely will be. And I think he is going to decide to run because they ask him specifically if Kamala Harris will be his vice presidential running mate. And he said yes. So to me, that sounds like somebody who's planning on running, right? I don't know, man. Where are we here? I don't even see that market. Give me a second. He's trading at, he's trading at 38 in that market. 38, yes? Yes. To be the nominee. Why is it so low? That's insane. I'm buying yeah. yes. That's crazy. I'm buying yeah. 100 shares yes. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, you should. I just did. To win the election in 2024, he's trading at 23 cents. Okay, that's also way undervalued. Yeah. I'm buying into that. Not saying he'll win the election, but I know it's going to get higher than 24 over the next three yeah. years. Yeah. So I have 100 shares that he'll be the nominee. And then we have Biden at 23 cents to win the election. I'm buying into that. I'll buy another 100 shares in that. I think that is a very undervalued. All right. Yeah. There we I go. would say that his chances of winning re-election, I mean, again, we're, we're still we're still more than a couple years out. Whenever I remember that, I get filled with a feeling of deep comfort and calm. I'm glad that presidential election is so far away. Imagine if the presidential election was this year. You would be hating life right now. I don't know. There'd be a lot of action on predicted. Yeah, I guess you're right. And that would make up for any psychological damage that you were feeling outside of predicted. Yeah, it would be my misery stabilizer. Yeah, your misery stabilizer. Uh, but we will have the midterms. That 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 sh does that make you feel better? Wait, are you done talking about Joe Biden? That's it. I. You want more on that? Yeah, give me a couple jokes. Pretend that you're a staff writer for Bill Maher. Okay, I'll be I got Bill some Maher. jokes for later. I got jokes. For oh, you later. do? You wrote some jokes? Yeah, yeah. I wrote some jokes. Oh hell yeah! All right, forget yeah, it. Let's yeah, keep moving. Yeah. I want to get to these right. jokes. Yeah, these are good jokes. Let's burn through this next section. JD Vance, JD Vance, blah blah blah. Yeah, he continues to fall unpredicted. I think he's in a death spiral. Nothing happened in particular this week that made him spiral, but he did. And I, I said last week, I didn't think there was a lane for him. And uh, maybe, maybe that's just becoming more the conventional wisdom. He, what is he? He's trading at 21, 22, something like that. He's in third place now behind Josh Mandel at 40, Jane Timken at 22, JD Vance down one to 21. It's over for JD, my boy, my bearded boy. It probably is. Here's the thing. My if, hillbilly helpmate. If he drops any lower, I'm thinking about buying. 
my hedge fund hottie. Yeah. My golden bearded boy, J.D. Vance, who pulled himself up by his bootstraps all the way from Appalachia to Peter Thiel's hedge fund. A best-selling book, movie directed by Ron Howard, America's little boy, Opie himself. Yeah. Hillbilly Elegy. And, you know, I used to say that Hillbilly Elegy was written by a real great fella, G. See how that... Kill me now. Yeah, I got some. Um, I got. I got some. <laughs> <laughs> I got to uh, have some good zingers, but I'm afraid you're going to have all this good okay, zingers yeah. this week. JD said, "Okay, so this <sighs> week he, he was interviewed. He was hang on. He was interviewed by Spectrum News in Ohio. He says the election was stolen. Imagine that. I love how these guys come out. They don't. They they say it was rigged. I wish somebody would ask them, what does rigged? mean because you know jd vance is gonna weasel his way out he knows this shit wasn't stolen yeah he means he means it was stolen as in they let too many people vote by mail he said it was influenced by the bigwigs yeah what does that mean and then he said and then he covered himself and was like well you can call it stolen you can call it rig you can call it whatever it's like "Mm, are you sure that's that's not what a what i hate to say it john but he's a bit of a weasel yeah he He is. is my bearded baby boy and I will nuzzle and cuddle and nurse him until death separates us into a, the darkest oblivion. But we have to admit, he's he's a little weaselly. Yeah. He said our country's kind of a joke. Okay, which, that was another great line. Yeah, that's good for somebody running to be a senator. <laughs> Imagine if a black person the said that and they capital. were running for senator. Oh, my God. Uh, people would be happy. <laughs> this is what the kid said, the interviewer, I should say. So he's talking about the Alec Baldwin thing. Remember when Alec Baldwin, there was the shooting incident? Yeah. He shot and killed somebody. Yeah. By and then J.D. Vance went into bad boy mode and said, Dear Jack, the head of Twitter, let Trump back on. We need Alec Baldwin tweets. One of the most bad boy tweets of the year. Yeah. The interviewer said, you tweeted that as this deadly shooting was playing out. If a voter sees that as they're plugging into this race and they say, is that the type of rhetoric I want a U.S. senator to have? How do you explain that? Now, here's what J.D. Vance said. People may not always agree with my rhetoric, but I think, unfortunately, our country is kind of a joke. (laughs) That made both my eyebrows raise. Hmm? What's he talking about? Our country is kind of a joke, and we should be able to tell jokes about it. I think it's important for our politicians to have a sense of humor. I think it's important for us to be real people. Every single person that I knew was joking about what would Donald Trump say if he was on Twitter? So I think the idea that we can't have somewhat offensive humor sometimes from our politicians is basically just asking us to have fake politicians all the time. That's not what I'm going to be. Maybe it turns some people off, but I think the realness turns more people on. Bad boy! That real raunchy offensive humor keeps it real. And that mm-hmm. turns people on, turns people like John on, people who like that kind of edgy comedy. All right. Here's my, here's a joke. Here's a joke. Okay. Yep. So if everyone is so turned on, why are your polls going down? No? Okay. How about. <laughs> How about no, hold, hold, it might have been the delivery. I think there's I think there's the structure of a real classic joke there. Why don't you take okay. it one more time? I'll set you up. OK, I'm going to set you up. J.D. Vance defended his controversial Trump tweet by saying the real offensive humor turns some people on. If I'm so turned on, then why are your polls so turned off? No, 
Go back to the original joke. I think there was something good in the original I, joke. I know. I had it. I didn't write it down, Could though. it be something about write getting it. turned on stripper poles, going down a stripper pole? No, a pole as in a phallic pole. <laughs> like, okay, no, no. Here it is. Here it is. I remember okay, okay. it. I ran. If uh, no, everyone so... Tr- John, okay, let me right, set right, you right. up. Let me yeah, set yeah, you yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go, okay. go, go. J.D. Vance defending some controversial Trump tweets by saying his offensive humor might turn some people on. If people are turned on, then their polls should be. No, see, it doesn't work. Your polls should be going up because he can't be. He's turned on if his polls are gone. Right. Exactly. For those of you who who aren't following this, there's a little behind the scene. This is what it's like in a in a when you're punching up comedy for millions of dollars on a Hollywood production. John is using poll to mean both approval poll and also um, an erect penis, a poll. And John is making is making a connection between being turned on, which was JD Vance's rhetoric, and the fact that sexual arousal in males usually coincides with an erection, a rush of blood to the penis. That stiffens it and makes it stand upright. Right. However, when we when we look at poll P O L L in terms of approval ratings, JD Vance's polls have in fact gone down. They are now, shall we say, limp or flaccid, deflated, deflated. Exactly. So there's much to be made here in the wordplay between these two homonyms, poll and poll. And we haven't quite yet perfected this joke. We are starting to cut the gemstone, and yet it is not fully polished. It does not yet sparkle with the ingenuity of a Bill Maher joke. For instance, like Bill Maher had this great joke. Um, Biden administration is sending out COVID masks. They come in three sizes, medium, large, and virtue signal. Now, that joke is flawless and could not be further refined. However, this is the reason Bill Maher makes the big bucks and we don't. We are still struggling over here with this poll joke about J.D. Vance, my bearded baby boy, my hillbilly, my hillbilly hero. But that doesn't mean we're going to give up on it. We're going to give this we're going to give this one more shot, this poll joke. John, I'm going to set you up one more time. J.D. Vance defending his uh, offensive Trump tweet by saying his offensive humor might turn people on because of its realness. Any thoughts on that, John? If your polls were up, then I would be turned on. I, I don't know. So I don't know how to do no, it. We're getting we're getting it, closer. We're so close. We're so close. No, I don't think we are. No. You set me up. Let, okay. me, let me take a stab right. at it. Let All me right. take a stab at it. Okay, so after J.D. Vance said that our country is kind of a joke, he just says, I think the idea that we can't have somewhat offensive humor from our politicians is basically just asking us to have fake politicians all the time. And that's not what I'm going to do. Maybe it turns some people off, but I think the realness turns more people on. J.D. Vance, I don't know much, but I do know that when a bunch of people are turned on, the polls usually start poking straight up. And in your case, J.D. Vance, the polls are going down. Okay, so uh, it's kind of like we're all hanging out in a cold shower and our willies are getting very tiny. How was that? Was that yeah, good you could have stopped. You were ahead. Yeah, yeah but the, I liked the first th- part was good. J.D. Vance, I don't know much, but I do know 
that when a bunch of people are turned on, their polls usually start go... Oh, I have to emphasize the word polls. J.D. Vance, I don't know much, but I do know that when a bunch of people are turned on, their polls usually start pointing up and they don't go down like yours are doing right now these days. <laughs> I just want to give a little extra flair, yeah. you know? No, that good that that addition there at the end okay. uh, was good. I think we did uh, it. I think we have our yeah. joke. No, that's good. Okay. Well that was a wonderful that was a wonderful bit right there. That was terrific. Mm-hmm. So what are we going to say about J.D. Vance? In spite of all our poll fun and in spite of his offensive realness, which I adore, of course, I think, you know, I was really going to hold these shares and go long on J.D. Vance, but golly, man, 21 cents to Josh Mandel's 40. I never thought I would say this. I hate to say this, but I think I'm getting out of the J.D. Vance market. I think I'm going to sell at a catastrophic loss here and just cut my losses. Okay, I'm going to buy your shares. Are you serious? Yeah, let's do this. Why are you buying J.D. Vance shares? His polls are going down. Yeah, but he's th- it's so down. It can't go further down. I'm out. I can't believe I just did that. May God forgive me and may J.D. forgive me. I am completely out of the J.D. Vance market. I'm, I'm still on the Mandel train, but I think he's too cheap right now, J.D. Vance. You think he's going to go back up? Uh, yeah, he might spike. I really would like to wait till he gets to 15 cents or so. I can't believe I just did that. Feels like the end of an era. Feels like the end of an era. I've cut my ties with J.D. Vance. What do you think he'll do if he loses? What What's he going to do? Go fucking start a hedge fund and be a billionaire. Who cares? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But he'll never be on TV again. He, he'll be kind of a joke. You think? He'll yeah. be on Bill he'll be Maher. kind of he'll a joke. Real time. He'll be on real time with Bill Maher. Yeah, you're right. He'll probably become he like a regular on something like that. You know how like some of these guys just make a career of like circulating among talk shows, right? And he'll use his line: "Our country is kind of a joke." Our country is kind of a joke. He actually had a tweet that he just tweeted that just came out. Has any public health authority or scientist commissioned a study comparing cortisol? parentheses, stress hormone levels in children at schools with mask mandates versus those without? I assume the answer is no, which is why our country is a joke. He's really doubling down on it. That's going to be his new catchphrase. Yeah, I think it is. That's amazing. Now are you sad you sold? (sighs) Why didn't you tell me that earlier? Why did I sell? He's the country is a joke guy now. Yeah. That's a cool thing. He's the new Yakov Smirnoff. Shall we move on to bad boys of the week? Everybody get ready. Yeah, yeah. Everybody have fun. Party, party. It's bad boys of the week. Let's get it poppin'. Bad boys are number one. John is nominating this week's bad boys of the week, and I will be selecting the winner. Man, this was hard. There were a lot of bad boys this week. A lot of bad boy behavior. Uh, but I had to cut it down to three. And they are all boys, and one of them we've already discussed today, and we'll get to him in a minute, but I'm going to start out- Wait, who is the first one? It's Bill Maher. (gasps) He's on the list? Oh, I had no idea. Okay. Okay. So here is this week's nominees for Bad Boy of the Week. Number one, at a vaccine rally Sunday in Washington, D.C., Robert F. Kennedy Jr. 
the son of the former attorney general and slain presidential candidate, Robert F. Kennedy, says in the future that none of us can run and none of us can hide because of Bill Gates' satellites and mm. also mm. 5G, mm -hmm. which is unlike the Holocaust, where even – this is his quote from him – even in Hitler's Germany, you could hide in an attic like Anne Frank did. Mm. He said, I visited in 1962 East Germany with my father and met people who had climbed the wall and escaped, so it was possible. Many died, true, <laughs> but it was possible. You see, David, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is saying that Anne Frank had it better because she – Anne Frank, by the way, she died. That is true. Let's, let's remember yeah. how that story ends. She had it better because she could hide. Because she didn't have a chip that was tracking her every movement? Is that the argument yeah, he's making? Yeah, yeah. The argument okay. is is that that her situation or the that our situation is worse because we can't hide. And what what are we hiding from? We're hiding from satellites in 5G, which will murder you if they find you. You want to know what's the most amazing thing about Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? Mm-hmm. He's married to Cheryl from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Unreal. That's mind-blowing. She seems like the nicest, most down-to-earth. That thought has haunted me ever since I learned it. Cheryl from Curb Your Enthusiasm, married to Robert F. Kennedy Jr. God, political dynasties are so healthy, aren't they? That's good stuff, right? Political yeah. dynasties, once you're getting like two or three generations down, people yeah. start to turn out pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Prince Andrew, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Some nice, normal guys. Uh, the next nominee is Bill Maher. Yeah. Had a deadline interview. We talked about him. He says he feels like COVID is still the dominant issue of our lives right now, and it should not be anymore. Okay. He's done. He's over it. Yeah. He says, right. I mean, 78%. This is just a CDC fact. 78% of the people who died or went to the hospital were obese. Now, this is not true. This was debunked weeks ago. The CDC did find that a group of 1.2 million people who were fully vaccinated between December 2020 and October 2021, of those 1.2 million people that were fully vaccinated, 36 of them had a death associated with COVID-19. 36 of 1.2 million people. And of those 36 people, 28 of them, or about 78%, had at least four of eight risk factors. So he's got that completely backwards. Uh, he then goes on to say it's not a rarefied or weird point of view to say that if people would up their vitamin D levels. Oh, here we go. Up Ooh. their zinc levels. Yeah, baby. Stop eating sugar. What? Get a proper amount of sleep. Stop overeating and day drinking, which is what went on during this pandemic. Hmm. They would have a much better chance. The people who didn't do that have blood on their hands. Whoa. There's no other way to put it. Wait, why do they have blood on their hands? Because they died of COVID? They have their own blood on their hands? Or they yeah, have somebody else's so. blood on their hands? Yeah, or maybe because we didn't stop people from eating sugar. I don't know. I was eating sugar. I had a few drinks during the day. I didn't day drink, but I definitely night drinked. 
Yeah, proper amount of sleep. Yeah, I mean, all those are true. Those are all things you should get. Sure. And vitamin D is great. That's a great vitamin. It's the sunshine vitamin. It's like going out in the sun. I take a vitamin D supplement. Yeah. And that's really what the focus should have been on, not on masking. The Biden administration should have just sent everybody some vitamin D. Yeah. And told everybody to not have these comorbidities and to just get rid of them by eating less sugar. Mm-hmm. So he says, I'm glad there's a vaccine because many people need a vaccine. Oh, uh, it Sell does. Out. It does stop that? you from dying. I know. I Sell know. out. He ruined. He ruined his bad boy image by saying that. But then he says, "But shouldn't we have also mentioned the other way to deal with it?" You know, he just sort of says they're they're sort of equal. All right, whatever. Yeah, and then he ended up by saying, "What the fuck <gasps> is the use of a booster shot?" Because I will never get a booster shot. Whoa! So that's his line in the Sam the booster. Yeah. Yeah, his line, his line is, I will get those other ones, uh-huh. but the booster, uh-uh, uh-uh. I am not going to update my software on the 5G with the booster. Okay, so far I have Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. Those are two pretty cool dudes. Yeah. Who's my third, who's my third option? Your, your third option is Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Oh. So now, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah, he's had some controversy this year for refusing to get the vaccine, or I think he said he got the vaccine. No, he said he was immunized. Yeah, he said he was immunized. He was sort of squirrely there. Right. Uh, And people thought he had the vaccine, but he didn't because he refused. And then he ended up getting COVID, and then he couldn't play for a bit, and then he took ivermectin to treat it. So, and then he started talking about the cancel culture casket, or the cancel culture coffin that he was being placed in, right? Right. Wasn't that Aaron Rodgers? Yep. Yeah. He was going into like crypt keeper mode. So Biden apparently was talking to some Wisconsin voter and said, tell your guy to get vaccinated. And Aaron Rodgers took exception to that. Um, And this week in an interview came out and said that um, referring to Biden's comments of it being a pandemic of the unvaccinated says when the president of the United States says that it's because him and his constituents. He and his constituents. My God, this guy has a fundamental grasp of American English grammar. I know. He said, he he says, uh, him and his constituents. Every time it's like nails on the chalkboard. Which I don't know how there are any, if you watch any of his attempts at public speaking. Okay. He's channeling John Kimball there. Yeah. And then he says, but I guess he got 81 million votes. But when you say stuff like that, and then you have the CDC, I'm telling you a zombie thing right here. And you have the CDC, which... How do you even trust them? But then even they come out and talk about 75% of the COVID deaths have at least four comorbidities, and you still have this fake White House set saying that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Well, that's not helping the conversation, says Aaron Rodgers. So again, as we discussed, that is uh, it's, totally It's debunked. all aboard the USS comorbidities. Yeah. Talk about a word that probably all these people on the right ha- never had thought of. Until about ten months ago, and now they're now they're all experts on comorbidities. Yeah. Also in the interview, uh, Aaron Rodgers claims that he was just trying to trigger the libs when he recently went on the Manning Cast Monday Night Football live stream and showed off a copy of his Atlas Shrugged book. Nice. 
He admitted that he has never actually read the book. He said, that's how stupid this thing is. I'm reading some mentions on Twitter stuff and these people are loving me. They're like, oh yeah, libertarian, blah, blah, blah. What the F? And then people on the other side, they cancel me. And that's the problem with society is everything, (laughs) everything is triggering and offensive. It's wild. I mean, never mind the fact that that was his goal was to go out and trigger people, but- um, And what happened to him last night? Oh, last night. Yeah. Last night he gained. Last night, uh, his, his, his team, the Green Bay Packers, they were playing at home in a, in a big divisional championship and they lost to the San Francisco 49ers 13 to nothing with all the snow in Lambeau field, which means he has no shot at winning a Super Bowl now for the 12th year in a row. And when I say no shot, I mean no shot as in he did not get a shot. Oh, there we go. So That's it's great. a li- it's a little it's a little play on 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 that. This is so much better than the poll joke. This doesn't need any work. Okay. Take it again. I love All it. I love it. Let's right. hear that joke one more time. Okay. Rodgers lost to the San Francisco 49ers Sunday night, which means he has no shot at making the Super Bowl for the 12th year in a row. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Oh, that's good. I bet. Oh, that's so good. We did it. We wrote a real joke. Or you wrote a real joke, John. Oh, no. I got some more. I, 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 I bet Aaron Rodgers is... Awfully sore this morning after all the needling he's taken on Twitter. Oh, oh, John, this is good stuff. I love okay. it. All right, let me get. No, I got another. I got another okay. one. Okay, all right. Aaron Rodgers, more like Karen Codgers, because that was probably his last game because he's going to retire because he's old. <gasps> That's not wow. that I probably, probably needs work. Okay. All right. I don't know if it needs work. It's very interesting. Karen Codgers. Is it a play on Karen? Like Karen's yeah. running around? Okay. Got it. Karen yeah. Codger. Okay. Got it. Or you yep. could spell Karen with a Q like, you know. Oh, QAnon. Right? QAnon. Okay, try yeah. to throw that in. I mean, a lot of these maybe look better on paper. Well, what about, like, is he a quarterback? I don't know what he does. Yeah. What's yeah. His yeah. Job? Yeah. He's quarterback. Quarterback. Oh, he's Throws a QB. Okay. Yeah. He put the Q in QB, right? Yeah, that? that's good. That's okay. good. Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers, the man who put the Q in QB, uh, has now been fully immunized against playing more football this season. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Aaron Rodgers took horse dewarmer. He probably should have taken a seat and been a bench warmer and then maybe his team would have won no 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 maybe maybe it should be no that's uh, you're playing with warmer and warmer right right hey aaron Rodgers. instead of taking all that instead of hey aaron roger <clears throat> excuse me mr aaron rogers this is if i see him at the airport hey okay. mr rogers <laughs> mm. um i wouldn't want to live in your neighborhood <laughs> that was just off the top of my head. That yeah. was just off the top. But let's get to the real joke. Let's get that to the real joke. That was good. That was good. Uh, oh, Mr. Rogers. 
Um, so I heard that you took horse dewormer. Um, that's good because from now on you're going to be a bench warmer. No, yeah, well, that's better. No, no, that's, that's the better. Funniest joke ever or the worst joke ever? It's one of those types of jokes. Yeah, it's pretty funny. In my I heard. <laughs> thank you. I heard. Even though it's your joke, I'm totally taking credit for yeah, it. Now. Yeah, I, yeah. I heard yeah. you take. Horse Please take warmer. credit for it. I definitely don't want. That's too bad because now you're going to be a bench warmer. It's a yeah. good joke. It's a good joke. The verdict Thank is you. in. That's a great right. joke. Okay. I mean, I can keep going probably, oh, but go. go. I, no, I no, I think I think that might be. No, give me one more. Oh man. All right. Hey, Aaron Rodgers. I got one. Hey, Aaron Rodgers, um I'm glad you didn't get vaccinated because you would have had the 5G chip put in you. Although on the other hand, if you had that chip, maybe you could have downloaded a PDF on some successful football plays hey. you could have done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. How tall is he? Could I beat him up? Is he shorter than me? Uh, yeah, but that doesn't always mean you can beat him up. But He's it's probably it, pretty, it, pretty it's strong. the quickest pro- it's the quickest proxy for knowing who. Yeah, one of the yeah, yeah. You could, I could think you could get him on the ground. Being like when you're a kid and the, and whoever's dad is the oldest is the one who could beat up the other kids' dads. I remember that from kindergarten right, right. orientation meeting. Um, someone whose name I'm not going to say. And we were discussing whose dad could beat up the other one. And we realized my dad could because he was older, which was great. I was always the champion of dad fights because um, my dad was 10 years older than all other dads. Always. Anyway, so I, I'm at the airport and I'm looking down literally and figuratively at Aaron Rodgers because I'm six, two and a half. And I bet he's not that tall. Watch him probably be six, six, but whatever. And I say, um, hey, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Green Bay Packers. Maybe you should have tried packing in some horse dewormer so you could be a bench warmer with your 5g pdf file now i just turn and walk away because he doesn't get any of the references to our previous jokes because he hasn't no listened to this right episode. that's those are all good callbacks he's left utterly flummoxed by these callbacks because he didn't yeah he wasn't there for the original or we could say what was he pretending to read atlas shrugged or the fountainhead atlas shrugged okay um atlas shrugged more like no, you got it. No, you got it. You got it. I can tell. More can tell like you. Aaron should have gotten drugged with the <laughs> vaccine, and then maybe play better. I don't know. That's good. That's good. Okay. All right. Atlas shrugged. Isn't that the one where he has to carry the whole world on his shoulders? Too bad you have horse dewormer instead of not being a bench warmer. Mm-hmm. That, okay, we're mm-hmm. done. That's perfection. Perfection achieved. I feel like there's something with Packers and yeah, there has Vaxers. To be yeah, the Green Bay Va- Green. You should have been a member of the Green Bay Vaxers. Vax, yeah, perfect. In addition to being a member of the Green Bay Pax, Packers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. In addition, that at that, yeah. You're really good at adding these additions, these you addendums onto. You have to have a couple extra onto. words and phrases after the punchline to give the audience time to slowly disembark from the flight of fancy that they've just uh-huh. been privy to. That's my attitude towards joke writing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Mr. Rogers. Oh, we're on the same flight. That's so cool. Um, so you're, I assume you're flying home to Wisconsin. Too bad you're not flying to... <laughs> I, I got it. Okay. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. Aaron Rodgers and I are both at the airport. I'm standing in line behind him with my roller bag and my personal item. And I recognize him. And I tap him on the shoulder. He turns around. I say, "Uh, oh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm a big fan. Love the Packers. Um, 
I assume you're flying home to Milwaukee? He's like, yeah. I say, too bad you won't be stopping off at Pfizer vein, Pfizer, Pfizer's vein, Pfizervania, like Pennsylvania, but Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Too bad you won't be stopping off at Pfizervania, the state that's made out of Pfizer vaccines. (laughs) (laughs) Just explaining to him because he's such an idiot. Tell that again. I want to hear it again. Just one more time. I'm at the airport waiting to board a flight to Milwaukee and standing directly in front of me is Aaron Rodgers. Right. right. I tap him on the shoulder and say, oh. Aaron Rodgers, I'm a huge fan. I love the Packers. Go Cheeseheads. So you're flying to uh, Milwaukee, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, too bad you're not. I I say, excuse me. I clear my throat and say, it's too bad you're not flying to Pfizervania. Instead, the state that's made out of the Pfizer vaccine. (laughs) Then I just stare at him. I don't break eye contact. That's key to successful joke delivery. Uh For those of you who aren't in the industry. The way to sell a joke is to not break eye contact and not blink when you're done telling the joke. Just watch them laugh and laugh and laugh. It just feels so happy that they heard a wonderful joke. That is that. Mm, that is a good one. Thanks. Pfizervania. So you're flying home to Milwaukee, Aaron Rodgers. It's incredible that you're still talking about the vaccine. <laughs> Because still talky <laughs> rhymes with Milwaukee. You see that? Yeah. I think you could do a lot with Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me. So who are the people again that I'm voting on? RFK Jr. Right. Aaron Rodgers. Right. And Bill Maher. I mean, the, it's no brainer. It's Bill Maher. He is, he is HBO's bad boy. And he's been a bad boy now for 20 odd years. And he's going to keep being a bad boy until everyone wakes up and sees the world exactly as he sees it. Mm-hmm. That everything went downhill when they stopped serving nachos in the pool at the Playboy Mansion or whatever his whole... I associate him with the Playboy Mansion for some reason. I don't know why. Doesn't he seem like the kind of guy who would hang out at the Playboy Mansion? Mm, yeah. So it's Bill It's Bill Maher. And we honor Bill Maher. He's very successful. He makes millions of dollars. And um, he has always has the best guests. Barry Weiss. I think he used to have Milo Yiannopoulos. Mm, nice. He's not afraid of poking poking his thumb in the eye of, of libs, woke libs like us, the woke lib mob. Yeah, mob. Um, but Bill Maher should not rest on his laurels, even though we've given him this award. Because as we have just proved with these 20 minutes of nonstop Aaron Rodgers jokes, Long John Silver and Kid Midas are about to become two of the hottest comedy pol- political comedy writers on the scene. Okay. Here's a little preview. Here's a little preview. Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers superstar who put Q in QB, uh, is flying home to Milwaukee after losing <laughs> the football game. <laughs> Let me take it again. <laughs> I'll take it one more time. Aaron Rodgers, the Green yeah. Bay Packers superstar who puts yeah. the Q in QB, is flying home to Milwaukee after losing the big football game. Hmm. I wonder if the plane will be stopping off in Pfizervania, the state that's made out of the Pfizer vaccine for him to get. <laughs> it's it's it really it's perfect. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. Thanks, man. Well, it's a it was a group effort. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Remember when Brett Stevens got so mad that that guy called him a bed bug? He tried to get him fired. I just remember that every so often. It makes me so happy. Oh my gosh. That was the greatest day in the history of Twitter. Yeah. The bed bug day. It. Oh my gosh. Oh, the kids of future generations won't even know about it. Please do your research now and teach your children well. Brett Stevens' bed bug day on Twitter. It's I'm telling you, incredible. That's why I wish you could DVR Twitter. It just would be <laughs> right. amazing to have recorded your timeline. You just watch it over and over again. And just laugh. Well, thanks for listening this week. Um, it, the podcast is Election Profit Makers. The hosts are David and John. The Patreon is patreon.com slash electionprofitmakers, where we recently posted our Q&A spectacular with Amy Mann. Thanks to Amy for joining us for that. And uh, we'll be back. I assume we'll be back next week. Um, come hell or high water. Election profit makers will just keep going and going further and further into the future until it's the year 3000 and we're still podcasting. Mm-hmm. Thank you as always for listening and thanks for your support and just hang in there through these dark and troublesome times. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Fuck it. Bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Bye. Let's go, Automatic with the money like Reggie for three <laughs> Big birds, no sesame street Bitch, I'm too clean, ain't missing with me